0: الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاة والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في الكلام المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحج اشهر معلومات فَمَنْ فَرَضَ فِيهِنَّ الْحَجَّ فَنَارَفَتْ وَلَا فُسُوقَ وَلَا جِدَالَ فِي الْحَجِّ قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ الْحَجُّ الْمَبْرُورُ لَيْسَ لَهُ جَزَاءٌ إِلَّا الْجَنَّةُ قِيلَ وَمَا بِالرُّحَا يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ قَالَ طَعَامُ الطَّعَامِ وَإِفْشَاءُ السَّلَامِ وَطِيبُ الْكَلَامِ أَوْ كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ most respected ullamah <coughs> brothers and elders. <coughs> the Hujaj, those whom Allah Taala has chosen, Allah Taala has blessed with this great gift and bounty that they have either already gathered in Makkah Mukarramah or on the way they would be physically involved in all the various a'mal of hajj, the rites of hajj. They would be engaged physically in that ibadat regarding which there are such great virtues, such great the rewards mentioned. Al-hajjul mabroor laysa lahu jazaun illa al-jannah. That hajj which is filled with virtue and blessings, with righteous actions. And Nabi Wasallam says the only reward for that hajj is jannat. So alhamdulillah they have been blessed with this great bounty. But while the hujjaj are engaged in those amal, the lessons of hajj are for us as well. And all the ibadats that are performed, all these significant times that come, all these incidents that are mentioned to us in the quran Karim kareem about the Anbiya salam, what are mentioned in the ahadith, these are lessons which keep repeating themselves for us. And these occasions are meant to bring that repeated reminder, because this is insan. Insan is part of nisyan. Insan, part of him is nisyan, meaning this forgetfulness. Right from the beginning, this is insan's tabi'at. This is his nature. He forgets, and therefore Allah wa Taala has. Very clearly given us in the Qur'an Sharif the command وَذَكِّرْ فَإِنَّ الزِّكْرَىٰ for الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Remind, for so verily this reminder is very beneficial for the believers. So Allah Ta'ala created such means that become reminders for us. That these occasions that come, Eid adha the Qurbani, the aspects of Hajj, so that they will bring these reminders and bring back the lessons that come along with it unfortunately let alone sitting far away in a distant part of the world our condition has become such that sometimes we are very we are personally engaged in that ibadat one is hajj qurbani mashallah throughout the world people will be performing qurbani many of us will probably be slaughtering many animals but while fulfilling that great ibadat mashallah that's a very great thing the rewards will come. But many a times, the person who is directly involved in, in it also doesn't take the lesson. We attend the janaza. We carry the person who has passed away on our shoulders. We sometimes are right at the grave site, right at the grave itself. We have just lowered the person into the cover. The reminder of death is all around us. The reminder of death is in front of us but even in that condition also how often it is that besides perhaps the immediate family people etc the rest of us are engaged in some kind of worldly talk or if not worldly talk, worldly thoughts instead of taking ibrah and taking a lesson that this could be my turn tomorrow, it could be today look at this person, he was walking, he was talking he was planning he had a long term plan he was busy building up his empire and he had so many ambitions and all the things that he had acquired and amassed, where is he now? What has happened to everything, that all his long, long plans, all his ambitions, all his aspirations, all got buried with him. So tomorrow, today, Allah knows best, when my turn comes, am I ready for it? Now instead of standing there and taking this lesson, instead of being there and taking this ibrad. If you are not engaged in worldly talk, we are often engaged in worldly thoughts. Even there, this the mind is running. When I finish off from here, how quickly can I finish off? I hope that this doesn't take too long, that I can get back to all my engagements and all my work and whatever else. So even that little time that a person was in the Qabristan, standing among graves, Seeing the Mayyid being lowered in the grave, but we fail to take the lesson. So, this is something due to the heart has, the life of the heart has gone, or is very, very weak. That life and in the, the spirit and the soul of our Iman, that has weakened so much. So, this is the need to bring alive that spirit of Iman. To bring alive that life of Iman. Alhamdulillah Iman is there. But it is so weak that we don't take a lesson from these things around us. That life of Iman is really there. When he would come to the grave, he would weep very profusely. More than anything else he would weep when he would come to the grave. When there would be some discussion of death. People ask him that why you weep so much about this. Sometimes in the discussion about Jahannam also, you don't weep so much as this. This is the first step to the akhirat. This goes fine, everything else will follow accordingly. If this doesn't go right, there's a bigger problem to come thereafter. Now this was that Iman was alive. Iman was alive, so it was taking this lesson. So likewise, just as we don't take unfortunately a lesson, when at the Qabristan, when having just buried somebody with our own hands, Likewise, we get engaged in these ibadats, but we fail to take that lesson. MashaAllah, engaging in that ibadat itself is a very great na'mat of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala give even more ta'fiq. But together with that, to take these ibrats, to take these lessons, this time of the year, the days of Zulhijjah, this itself is something Allah Ta'ala has made so significant, so that we'll become hyper-conscious of our iman and of our getting closer to Allah Ta'ala. Like we hear of special offers, there's a big store opening up, there are special offers. Sometimes the special offers, something is normally sold for 10,000, might be sold for now 7,000. Now to save the 3,000 rands, on that some appliance, some item, whatever it might be, people camp overnight. You've heard of these things happening, there's some big departmental store opening up, they've got some opening specials, special offers, But the special offers is something, some item will be 2,000 rand saving, something 3,000 rand, something 100 rand. But the crowds are there hours before the the doors open. And people camp overnight for the special offer. For what? To save that few thousand rands. Allah Ta'ala also has got special offers for us. These Mubarak days are days of a special offer. Every night's ibadat, equivalent to the ibadat of Laylatul Qadr. Now for the special offer of a few thousand rands, people camp overnight where they're sleeping in their car. They probably didn't even have something decent to eat. Why? Because this is a special offer. Here Allah is saying in the comfort of your house, in the comfort of your home, some little ibadat, the special offer is, this is equivalent to the ibadat of Laylatul Qadr. For the special offer of dunya, the person can camp in his car. A special offer of akhirat, it's hard to make ibadat in the comfort of his home also. Now this is the imbalance. The special offer of this time is every fast the person keeps, equivalent to the fast of one year. And the ninth of Zulhijjah, a person fasts, it is the compensation for the sins, minor sins of the past year and the forthcoming year. Every amal, every single amal that a person does in this time, nothing done in any other time can equate it. No matter what a person can do in some other time, which is very great, the month of Ramadan is obviously an exclusive time. That is in a rank of its own. A Part of the month of Ramadan, a person doing any amal in any other time of the year cannot equate the one tasbih that he recites in this time. And the special tasbih of these Mubarak days is Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, Allahu Akbar, the third kalima, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam strongly encouraged the recitation of this. Now this tasbih that the person will recite, keep his tongue engaged in this, how long, how difficult is it, what money went, was spent in it, what effort was made, so easy. But that tasbih also he recited is greater than any amal performed in other times of the year. Now somebody didn't go for that opening sale, that special offer. Uh, he needed a appliance, some fridge, or stove, or whatever. It was being sold for three thousand and lesser now. The normal price now this will be about two three thousand and lesser. And he didn't go. Now somebody hears about it. They say you didn't go. He said no, I didn't go. He said you lost out. You really lost out. You had this couple of things you needed. If you just one night you have just waited, men, the car. What's wrong? With it? What's really? The big problem about just camping one night in the car. But those two, three items you would have bought, you would have saved five, seven thousand rands. You really lost out. Now for that five, seven thousand rands, if a person didn't camp overnight in that car, everybody feels the pain of his loss. What a foolish person. He just, one little bit of, maybe few hours, he couldn't do it. Something wrong with him. Mind is not working right. We also feel the pain of his loss. But the pain of our own loss that we deprived ourselves of such great rewards in these Mubarak days, that conscience and that consciousness is not there. So this is the thing to bring alive this this feeling within the heart. Where am I heading to? What I have to maximize? And take the maximum benefit of these special offers, of these Mubarak days. So, any case, we were talking about that these are the occasions when they come with a lot of lessons. This entire period of time, these are the occasions which are filled with the remind of Ibrahim. Alayhi salatu all the rites of Hajj, the Qurbani, all this is the lessons that come generally from the life of Ibrahim. Alayhi salatu Ibrahim, alayhi salatu wasalam, his life, he was Muwahid A'zam the salient quality in him that shone very brightly. This is something which was in all the Anbiya Alim, shining very brightly. Which Allah Ta'ala gave him of a very prominent nature. That was his Tawheed. This complete conviction in the oneness of Allah Ta'ala. When we talk about Tawheed and the oneness of Allah Ta'ala, it is not a very, very narrow and a very confined understanding that generally we have only. Our confined understanding of Tawheed sometimes is just this, that a person must not worship any idol, yes indeed, that's obvious. She must not ascribe any partner to Allah Ta'ala, obviously Allah Ta'ala has got no partner, Allah Ta'ala got no son, Allah Ta'ala got no relatives, Allah Ta'ala is free from all these things. So obviously that is A fundamental part of the concept of Tawheed. Allah Ta'ala is one, He is unique, in His being, in His attributes. There is no likeness unto Him. There is nothing, we have been forbidden to try to ponder in the being of Allah Ta'ala. Because this is something very dangerous. Because there is no way that a person can can perceive Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala will be recognized from his Qudrat, from the manifestations that he has placed around us. So in any case, this is part of Tawheed. To believe in this oneness of Allah Ta'ala, that Allah Ta'ala is free from any partner, Allah Ta'ala has no son, Allah Ta'ala has no uh, association and partners with anyone. But it is much broader than that. This belief in Tawheed demands that a person has this total and firm conviction, not just as a belief only, but that this belief must permeate his day-to-day life. That everything happens, it only happens with the will of Allah Ta'ala. Only that will happen what Allah Ta'ala has willed. Only that can happen what Allah Ta'ala will will. If Allah Ta'ala doesn't will it, it will never happen. Ibrahim عليه was he refused to be part of the norm of idol worship. So when eventually the incident we know well he was then taken and thrown into that huge fire that Namrud had instructed to be lit up. So in any case now they couldn't get close to the fire also they used a catapult to throw him into that fire. Now this catapult they shoot him off he is now airborne, now he is in this height airborne and obviously as now he is going to start falling, he's going to fall into this fire and the angels are also observing this. And at that time, as a diviri salatu he takes the permission of Allah ta'ala to come and help Ibrahim He has been catapulted. He's already airborne and he's going to fall in. And at that moment, Ibrahim cannot, so to say, see this anymore. But what is going to happen to Khalilullah? He takes Allah's permission, and in that instant, he comes and he offers his help to Ibrahim. Now, for an ordinary person, somebody offers some help, there's no problem with it. Provided that help is within the limits of Shariat, there is no problem with it. It's fine. In fact, to even ask for some assistance also, within certain limits obviously, that I need some help to do this certain work, can you assist me, show me how it's done, whatever it is of that nature. This too is something which is an act of great reward to help somebody to do something. Somebody doesn't know how to get something done to assist him, whatever, there's many things of this nature. But in any case, for the ordinary person, this is well within the limits. Now, here, who's offering the help, Jibreel At which point in time when he's airborne? So there's no time now. Time is of the essence. It's a matter of seconds. And at that time, when he offers the help, Ibrahim Salam asks him, "That did you come of your own, or have you been sent?" Meaning sent obviously sent by Allah Taala. Have you come of your own accord or have you been sent? He explains I took the permission of Allah Taala and came. I wasn't sent, in other words, but I took permission. He says Amma ilayka falah. Amma ilayka falah. If it is from your own accord, though you took permission, but you weren't sent. Allah Taala is watching what's going on. I will not ask you also for any assistance. Allah Taala is fully aware. Allah Taala is watching. Allah Ta'ala has full control. Allah Ta'ala has full power. Now this was muvahid azam After Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, there are certain Anbiya ali musallatu who are the Ulul Azm, Min Ar-Rusul. Those Anbiya who had a much greater rank than the rest of the Anbiya. Ibrahim wasallam is one of them. The Anbiya of the superior rank. Obviously the greatest rank was Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And now this was his... Tawheed at its very the peak of it. That at this juncture, amma ilayka fala. So Allah Taala, now when He finally ends up falling into that fire, what happens? Allah Taala transforms it. Ala now this is that lesson that is being given: that the one who totally one hundred percent submits to Allah Taala, the conditions will be there. That fire will be blazing in front. It will be like as if a person is walking to the jaws of death. But if he's totally submitted himself to Allah Ta'ala, then he's still at peace. And if this is my last moment, then it'll happen. There's nothing that's going to stop it. And if Allah wills, then no matter what this might appear to be, Allah Ta'ala will save me out of it. And this is the point that when a person has this tawheed, this is deep down in the heart. The tawheed in this sense that not just confined to some aspects, but in, in, in its entirety. Allah alone is the controller, Allah alone is the doer. And only that happens which Allah Ta'ala wills. And Allah alone will do. Then a person, the immediate effect and benefit of this, when a person thinks, turns his mind in this direction makes this his thinking. Whatever has happened, has happened to Allah's will. When he submits himself in that manner, whatever has happened, has happened to Allah's will. What is happening, happening is Allah's will. Then unreasonable grief and fear go away. Insan is insan. There are certain emotions that run through every human being. But when a person has this submission to Allah Ta'ala, what is happening is happening with the will of Allah Ta'ala. What will happen in the future will only happen with Allah Ta'ala wills. What has happened, Allah Ta'ala willed it. This fear then goes away. The fear of the unknown. Hazrat Hajra anha He is being left alone in this barren place. Now these are all the lessons. We keep hearing about it. But has it stirred our Iman in that direction? <laughs> she is going to be left alone in this barren place, no vegetation, no water, but a little baby and therefore, insan, human, that normal human concern, so she voiced it also, that are you leaving us here, Rabbi Islam is now to, about to leave, <coughs> are you leaving us here and going away? So any case, no answer, because he was ordered not to answer, second time, same thing. The third time, he changes the, she changes the question. Allah Ta'ala's command yes Allah Ta'ala's command that's the indication he gives So the response now that if that's the case Allah Ta'ala will never allow us to perish never Allah Ta'ala won't allow us to perish now the whole fear of the unknown and the future all doing. Right away where is this Ta'id outwardly it seems very bleak Outwardly, it seems a hopeless case. Outwardly, it seems like now it's just a matter of waiting for that to come. But when a person has now submitted that this Allah Taala's will, only that will happen. What Allah Taala has will, only that has happened because it has happened with Allah Taala's command. Now he becomes totally at ease. <coughs> and now she submitted, a lone woman with a little baby in this barren place. She said, "No worry, it's fine." Allah command is fine. Why? Part of this tawhid. But the one who has this tawhid deep down in his heart, he knows this Allah that I am submitting to is not an Allah who is not aware. He's aware fully. He is aleem and khabeer This Allah is rahman and raheem. He's not without mercy. He's not without compassion. He is hakeem. He's all wise and whatever the one who is all wise, whatever he does is filled with wisdom for me to understand the wisdom is not necessary and this is the amazing thing that in Allah Ta'ala's system and plan sometimes everything seems to be going in the opposite direction but because insan doesn't know what is the end of this what is the like sometimes a person is reading something so now it's some Maybe factual incident very very something happened in a very dramatic manner something in history or whatever so now what he does is he reads the last page first just to get the idea where it finished off I already took the suspense away obviously I read the last page first how it finished off I started reading again so he already knows where it finished off so now whatever I started after that this happened and that happened he already read the last page you know where it finished off but in life there's no last page to read first as things are unfolding, sometimes it seems it's going just worse off. Each thing is becoming worse. Yusuf is taken and thrown into the well, first snatched away from his father's lap, that lap which was filled with love, with compassion, with kindness, with mercy. Now he's snatched away from that father's lap, taken and thrown in the depths of the well. So now he's going, the eye can see that in a place of respect, of compassion, of mercy of love of all the things that a person desires, he was already in that situation snatched away from there and thrown into the well so now he's going towards a kind of humiliation he's being humiliated, he's being downtrodden then taken out from there and sold as a slave at first he was in the well he was still a free person maybe somehow he could have made his way out and now he's sold as a slave. Now when he's sold as a slave, he's then come, he's still a slave, he comes and he's now sold and auctioned off in the markets of Egypt. And now he becomes an ordinary slave in the palace of the king. And then there's a false accusation made again. He's slandered, false accusation. And now thrown into prison. Now what is a slide? From where to where? To the well, and then being sold off and then auctioned off in the markets of Egypt and then working as a menial slave in the palace and then thrown into prison. But then what happens? Now I when mean, everything seemed now is gone now, it's going to a slide now, completely down. But he didn't waver one bit in his submission to Allah Ta'ala. So all this is going in the negative direction. But where did this negative direction finish off? The day comes where Allah creates such amazing memes that the king calls him up. After the dream, the incident is very lengthy and many details in it. The dream the king sees and Yusuf alayhi salam gives the interpretation and not just the interpretation that there are these many long years of drought coming. He gives the whole, the solution to the crisis that is going to come. The whole economic crisis of the country, he gives the solution to it. The king calls him, you come. You take over this whole job," he says no, no, I don't want to take over that. But in any case, I'm not shirking responsibility. I'll look after the whole agricultural sector. It alni ala khaza'in al-ard, inni hafizun But now he became on this pedestal of honor, and in this one moment, the king sees one dream, and he just turns the whole course of events. But before that, till this last page was not known. And now comes the time when his father, his his parents, his brothers, those who conspired against him, all those brothers, and they took him away from his father and put the father in so much of grief. Now all come and they totally humble themselves in front of him. But in all this, now that the last page is seen, very easy to now speak about it, but in that entire long period of time, who could have seen this unfolding. But now that is the way the tawhid is. Allah Ta'ala is giving us by means of all these lessons of the Ambiyali wa that Allah ta'ala, there's hikmat in everything he does. And now the person who has submitted in this manner to Allah ta'ala, that Allah ta'ala knows what he's doing. Everything happens with Allah's will. Nothing can happen without it. If it was in the not in the will of Allah, ta'ala, it was happening without that, then Yusuf would have perished in that well. Ismail as would have been slotted with that knife. And so many other things would have been in some other way. Allah Ta'ala's will was above everything. Now when a person submits to Allah Ta'ala, then this fear and this unreasonable grief and becoming overwhelmed with the conditions, that will never be the case. Insan is insan. Insan feels whatever the conditions are. He gets affected by it. He's human after all. Allah Ta'ala has placed emotions in him. So he'll feel certain emotions, he'll feel grief, he'll feel pain. And sometimes these are also things which Allah Ta'ala brings about in a person's life which become the means of many good things. Our concept of good things is that a person gets more money, gets a better house, drives a fancier car, has a more sophisticated phone. And this is roughly in these directions, this is what is the meaning of good things. But getting closer to Allah Ta'ala, becoming a humble servant of Allah Ta'ala, filling our hearts with the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala, becoming more concerned about performing one's Salah correctly, becoming more concerned about the Akhirat. These are the very great good things that happen sometimes out of these kind of conditions not that we should ever ask for any trial for any test, any difficulty we should always ask for afiyat always ask for safety ask for peace but Tanvir Rahmatullah Ali, these are his words that he says if this gham doesn't come to insan at all if he just carries on totally without any challenge in life this person will become a firaun Allah Ta'ala keeps us in balance sometimes we should always still ask for afiyat but this little up and down some little sickness, some little challenge some financial challenge whatever it is, time to time sometimes these things come and bring about some kind of balance in our life it makes our helplessness very very we become very conscious of our own helplessness otherwise a person thinks it's me and myself and I can do anything whatever I want to do I just get it done now suddenly he realizes I can do nothing I am so helpless. So, in all these incidents of the ambiya Ali, wasalam, in all these things, there are these lessons for us, that we totally turn to Allah, wa ta'ala. and we follow in these footsteps of these Ambiya Ali. Salam. Then we'll see how the doors of Barkat open for us in dunya itself, but then the real essence of life, the real object of our life, to connect ourselves to Allah Ta'ala, become His. And make that our primary goal that how we can serve Allah Ta'ala. And dunya, the things of dunya will carry on. they won't stop. But then, like Yusuf Ali after all this drama happened, and all this pain, all this suffering, and everything else that happened, and now when he's thrown into prison on a false charge, so he's mazloom, i downtrodden nine years on no charge, on no nothing of no no sin of his, no crime. And now when this dream comes, the king's dream, he already saw in the dream what's coming up. These seven years of severe drought are going to come. So now if somebody it was one of us, say, well, there's a time now. Now I can already see what's coming. So well, let me just tell him fine, it's coming. So let that time come and I will see how these people suffer. what zulm was performed on me, now the time has come for me to see how they suffer for the zulm that they perpetrated. But the heart of a Nabi of Allah, for his worst enemy also, says, No, I won't see them going to be suffering. He provided the entire blueprint of the solution. فَمَا فِي إِلَّا قَلِيلًا مِمَّا He gave them the whole detail, which is there in the Qur'an Sharif, part of many things are explained in the Qur'an Sharif, that what in fact these ayat are the, the principles of many things in agriculture, of food storage. The Qur'an Sharif has explained this principle of food storage, long-term food storage. No time to go into the details. So, though he saw what's coming, those who had downtrodden him, those who had humiliated him, those who had hurt him, threw him into prison on a false charge, had enslaved him, he's telling them, look, this is how you'll save yourself. This is how you'll get saved from this, from the ravages of this drought that is going to come. And then, when the king realized that there's nobody capable enough to run the system, he's already spelled out how the system must work. The king realizes there's nobody good enough to be able to run this system, because sometimes the system is perfect, but the person who's going to run the system, mm-hmm. if he is corrupt, then the most perfect system is also going to fail. Or if he's inefficient, the most perfect system also will fail. <laughs> <Yusuf laughs> salatu ﷺ had both these qualities to the peak, inni hafizun alim, totally trustworthy. And an expert in that field, in that knowledge, in everything that he had to do. So The king calls him, he doesn't refuse that also. Because to save the very people who had downtrodden him. Fine, I'll run the system for you. If nobody is there to run it, I'll run it for you. I will be there of service to you. Service to who? Service to the very people who committed the zulm on me. This is the heart of the Ambi Ali. This is also a pattern of thinking. There's one thinking is the thinking of dunya. Thinking of dunya, what somebody does to me, I'll do to him. Somebody is good to me, I'll be good to him. And somebody say, somebody tries to break me, I'll totally smash him up. And the thinking, the Amyani Musalam have thoughts, somebody is breaking, you join up. This is a thinking, this is a mindset. What is the mindset of dunya? What is the mindset of the western education system? And this is a mindset that the Amiyari Musalam brought. A completely different mindset. The mindset of humility. The mindset of compassion, of forgiveness. Of overlooking the faults of others. The mindset of total submission to Allah. Ta'ala. Now when a person puts himself in that mold, then he gets closer to Allah ta'ala at every step. These occasions come to give us that mold, that become conscious of Allah. Ta'ala. One is by means of this special offer. And now a person is conscious of ibadat, of making more tasbihahat, more tilawat, more zikr, more dua, more nafil salah, because it's special offer time. So like you would have camped up in, slept the night in one car, just in order to save a few thousand rands, this is also a special offer now. So now that whole mind is attuned to that direction and then he's taking a lesson from the qurbani, taking a lesson from the hajj taking a lesson from Ibra- Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam, from Ibrahim alayhi salam from Hazrat Hajrar ta'ala anha and the entire family of this great household and he's building himself into this shaping himself into this mold this mold of tawheed this mold of submission to Allah tabarak wa ta'ala this mold of total submission to everything that Allah ta'ala has given us commanded us to do this comes with, this; these occasions come this time comes, not just as a ritual, it has come somebody has gone for Hajj, we'll perform Qurbani maybe we'll go for Hajj sometime Allah Ta'ala take us, so fine, it will carry on and everything will get done and then the time will pass and life will carry on no, it's something that we have to put ourselves into that mold and then live our life in that mold and in this way our object of life will be achieved Allah tabarak wa ta'ala give us a tawheek that we become those servants of His whose hearts are filled with that tawheed. The oneness of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala in its entirety. Every aspect of tawheed. And total submission to Allah. Taala. Allah Taala bless us all. Wa rabbil
1: اللهم <سؤال> انما محمد الرسول الله صلى الله تبارك وتعالى عليه وعلى
0: اله واصحابه واصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا يا ربي صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم there's a law on the be الله no more maddened
1: on the law of a la la in illallah. la in illallah. la in illallah. la in illallah. la 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 ilaha illa la ilaha illa la ilaha illa la ilaha Muhammadur Rasoolullah sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala alaihi wa sallam
0: Jil mirahu jaiik Tuhituhu 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 غیر سے بالکل ہی اٹھ جائے نظر تو ہی تو آئے نظر دیکھو جدر اور میرے تن میں بجائے آب گل درد دل ہو हो دل ہو درد دل نفس و मिलकर دونوں نے مل کر ہائی کیا ہے اے میرے مولا میری مدد کر چاہتا ہوں میں تیری پناہ مجھ خلق میں کوئی نہیں گو بد کردار نامہ سیاہ تو بھی مگر غفار ہے یا رب بخش دے میرے سارے گناہ اب تو رہے بستا دم آخر ورد زبائے میرے الہ
1: La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah Muhammadun Rasulullah Sallallahu tabaraka wa ta'ala Alayhi wa sallam Allah Allahu Jalla Jalaluhu Wa
0: اللهم لك الحمد كله لك الشكر كله اللهم لا نحسي ثناء عليك أنت كما أثنيت على نفسك جزنا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله ربنا غلبنا أنفسنا وإن لم تخف وترحمنا لنكون من الخاسرين رب اخف وارحم وعفوا تكرم وتجاوز عما تعلم إنك أنت العز الأكرم ربنا توفنا مسلمين وألحقنا بالشهداء والصالحين غير خزايا ولا نداما ولا مفتونين اللهم ثبتنا على الايمان وامتنا على الايمان واحشرنا يوم القيامة مع الايمان يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك اللهم حبب الينا الايمان وزينه في قلوبنا وكره الينا الكفر والفسوق والعصيان وجعلنا من الراشدين اللهم ارينا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه <الْبَعَة> طِيلَ <بَعَة> طِيلَ <بَه> الله, most merciful Allah Most gracious, most kind, most loving Allah Ya Allah, forgive us Ya Allah Ya Allah, forgive all our major and minor sins Ya Allah ya Allah, forgive the sins of the day and night Ya Allah ya Allah, forgive the sins we did deliberately and mistakenly Ya Allah إِلَهُ الْعَلَمِينَ All your bounties, all your na'mat, Ya Allah Every moment we are built, Ya Allah Enjoying all these blessings Ya Allah ya Allah, we are eating the food that you have provided for us Ya Allah Allah, we are drinking all the things you have given us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the clothes you have granted us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all our limbs and faculties, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all the air that we breathe every moment for free, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, all these are your bounties and gifts, Ya Allah. Alamin, after using all your bounties and gifts, Ya Allah, we have been so ungrateful, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have used all this against your commands, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we have eaten the food you gave us. Ya Allah, the energy we used to break your commands, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, the eyes you gave us, Ya Allah. We used it to look at that which you made haram, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, our tongues you blessed us with, Ya Allah. Allah we used it to make ghibat. Ya Allah. We used it to lie, Ya Allah. Ya Allah to speak all kinds of evil, Ya Allah. in the ears, such a great Namoth of yours, Ya Allah. all the haram that we listen to, Ya Allah. Allah, our hands and feet, Ya Allah. How many haram things have gone towards ya Allah Ilahul Alamin ya Allah we are deeply ashamed of all this we have done ya Allah we sincerely regret it ya Allah in these mubarak nights ya Allah ya Allah your rahmat is pouring down ya Allah Allah we are begging for that rahmat also ya Allah Allah we are begging for your forgiveness ya Allah Allah you forgive us ya Allah Allah forgive us ya Allah Allah forgive us ya Allah Allah don't deprive us ya Allah Allah don't deprive us Allah Allah don't deprive us Allah Ilahul Alamin we definitely don't deserve anything ya Allah Allah, we don't deserve anything, Ya Allah. But you are most karim, Ya Allah. Allah, you grant those who are not deserving, Ya Allah. Allah you show us with your ma'hirat Allah. Show us with your rahmat ya Allah. Allah you show us with all the good, Ya Allah. Allah you forgive us, Ya Allah. Forgive our families, Ya Allah. Forgive our friends and relatives, Ya Allah. Forgive the entire Ummat of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah show your on the Allah. Show your blessings on the ummathi Allah. Allah show your, your kindness on the ummathi Allah. Ya Allah, remove the difficulties of the ummah, Allah. Remove the suffering of the ummah, Allah. Ya Allah, we acknowledge all this is due to our sins, ya Allah. Ya Allah, you forgive us and the entire ummah, Allah. Ya Allah, grant us and the entire ummah the tawfiq of those amal that bring down your rahmat, ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us and the entire ummah from those amal that bring down your wrath and ya Allah. Ilahul <laughs> alameen, keep us on sirat almustaqim ya allah <laughs> talakib us on sirat almustaqim ya allah talakib us on iman ya allah keep us on iman ya allah Raise us on the day of qiyamah ud iman ya allah Ilahul alameen, ya allah grant us ya allah ya allah that firmness of iman ya allah allah imbid tawhid our hati allah allah imbid all the sifat our hati allah illahu alamin ya allah save us from all the izms ya allah save us from all the deviations ya allah Ilahul alameen, ya allah grant us the akhlaq of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi sallam. Ilahul alamin ya Allah, us the best of dunya and the best of akhirat ya Allah. Ilahul alamin ya Allah, ya Allah, remove all the evils from our hearts ya yeah, Allah. Rat. Remove the pride from our hearts ya yeah, Allah. Remove the jealousy and malice, Ya Allah. Remove the Ya Allah, all the arrogance, Ya Allah. Allah, remove the miserliness, Ya Allah. Allah, remove all the evils, Ya Allah. Remove all the dirt and filth, Ya Allah. purify our hearts, Ya Allah. Yalla, make it completely clean, Ya Allah. Make it clean towards your servants, Ya Allah. alamin, la Ya Allah. you fill our hearts with your Muhammad, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your Muhammad, Ya Allah. Fill our hearts with your Muhammad, Ya Allah. Allah وَحُبَّ مَنْ يُحِبُّكْ وَحُبَّ عَمَلِي يُبَلِّغُنَا حُبَّكْ اللَّهُمَّ whos أَحَبَّ إِلَيْنَا مِنْ أَنفُسِنَا Full of our hearts with the muhabbat of Rasulullah sallallahu Allah fully to the Muhabbat of Deen, Yahallah, الْلَهُ it with the love of the effort of Deen Ya Allah. Allah fully to the love of the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu Allah remove the ways of the Yahood and Nasara from our lives, Allah grant us a tafiq of living the life of the Sunnah all those who are sick give them Shifaik Ajila Mustamirra Daima. Ya Allah, remove every trace of their illnesses, ya Allah. Ya Allah, remove us, ya Allah. Ya Allah, give us also cure from all our physical ailments, ya Allah. Give us cure from all our spiritual ailments, ya Allah. Ya Allah, those are in financial difficulties, remove with the rafiyat, ya Allah. Ya Allah, grant barakat in each one's risk, ya Allah. Grant us halal and tayyib rizq, ya Allah. Ya Allah, save us from every drop and every grain of haram, ya Allah. Illahu alameen Yallah ya whatever anxieties, worries, depression people have, Yaha. Allah, Allah remove it with afiat, Ya Allah. Ya Allah fill the hearts with peace and sukoon, ya Allah. Fill the hearts with tranquility, Ya Allah. Fill the hearts with happiness, Ya Allah. Illahu la all those who have passed away. Fill their covers with nur, ya Allah. Make them complete maqfirat ya Allah. Raise the stages in the akhirah, Ya Allah. Illahu la at the time of Odah take us with the Kalimala, ilaha illallah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah take us on Imama Kamil, Ya Allah. Take us on Tobatan Nasuk, Ya Allah. Take ya Allah. Ya Allah take us at a time that you are pleased. With us and we are pleased with you, Ya Allah. Ya Allah save us from death in a condition of sin, Ya Allah. Ya Allah save us from death in a condition you are displeased with us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah at that critical time, save us from the chaps of shaitan, Ya Allah. Allah keep us steadfast on Iman, Ya Allah. Allah make our qabas gardens of Jannah for us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah grant us the shafat of Rasulullah, sallallahu alaihi Wasallam. sallam. Ya Allah give us Jannatul for those without any reckoning, Ya Allah. Allah who Ya Allah grant us, Ya Allah. Ya Allah the ability to do all that you are pleased with, Ya Allah. Save us from everything that you are displeased with, Ya Allah. Allah, Allah. All those who ask us to make dua for them Allah, you fulfill all their pious aspirations Ya Allah, fulfill all their needs of dunya and akhirah, Ya Allah, remove all their difficulties and hardships Ya Allah <speaking> Allah, all those who have made any ihsan upon us. Allah, give them the best of dunya and akhirah, Ya Allah. fulfill all their pious aspirations, Ya Allah. all those who are present, Ya Allah. All those who have raised their hands to this dua, Ya Allah. Yalla, you know each one's needs, Ya Allah. Allah, fulfill each one's needs from the ghayb, Ya Allah. Fulfill each one's pious aspirations, Ya Allah. Allah, you don't know if each one's Kai, Allah. Fulfill each one's Ya Allah needs, Ya Allah. Remove each one's difficulties and hardships, Ya Allah grant barakat in each one's life, health, wealth, ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect each one, ya Allah. ya Allah. protect the life, the health, the iman, the amal, ya Allah, the akhlaq, ya Allah, the honor of every Muslim, ya Allah. Ya Allah, protect the lives and honor and wealth and property of every Muslim, ya Allah. Ya Allah, ya Allah grant us barakat and afiyat, ya Allah. Ya Allah, ya Allah all the good that Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam asked for, ya Allah, we are also asking for all the good, ya Allah. Whatever Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sought refuge from, ya Allah, you give us refuge as well, ya Allah. Allah hum inna anas'alukam min khairi ma sa'alaka min hu n حبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر مستعذك من هنبيوك وحبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم أنت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا محمد وآله وصحاب المعين والحمد لله.